All right, folks, welcome back to Carolina Conservatives. We are rolling right along, and let me tell you something. Our podcast from our last podcast that we dealt with the book Crank, I'm telling you, did we strike a major nerve or what? I'm Dr. Nathan Street. Welcome here. And I'm Pastor Alan Mashburn. Sorry about that. Uh, It has been an eventful week. We have gotten comments literally all over the the, uh, United States, specifically the Southeast, Mm -hmm. and uh, especially in our own area. But, you know, I'm glad it's having the outcome, the the effect that it is. It's finally waking people up. I'm I'm getting texts and emails from people I haven't heard from in years saying, what's wrong with these people? And to quote one, what's wrong with these idiots? (laughs) Well, at least my mom didn't text me or, or call me and say, what are you doing saying those curse words on television? Yeah. I mean, so. <laughs> yeah. And, and we also want to bring up that we're continuously doing research. I've been yes. the last day and a half, two days maybe, doing research on the books that are found specifically in Moore County. We're going to do some counties branching out away from that. That's just our starting point that uh, one of our – good friends mr peterson had uh, helped us with and so it's it's ongoing yeah. um it's amazing what we're finding and we want to get the excerpts to put out in front of you to embarrass them to yes. cause them to act and uh to bring that in front of you to be able to use that mm-hmm. so uh it, it's just amazing and i think there's some shadow banding going on on the online because i'm having difficulty i don't want to buy these books Mm-mm. but uh, i'm having difficulty finding excerpts yeah it's I, I i do believe that it is it's that they are trying to restrict those excerpts out there because of the the controversy that it has that has been surrounding it but folks look it it just comes down to this that yeah this stuff is pornographic this stuff is vile this stuff is evil but it is in our schools and it's time that we shed a light because you know what happens when you flip on a light in a roach infested house the roaches start spreading they start scampering away and that's exactly what we have done with this is we are shining a light on a roach infested house and those roaches are doing their best to run away but we are going to embarrass you if you are in a school district if you live a school board or if you are a superintendent of a school district principal of a school and you have these books in your library or worse yet in the classroom and you refuse to take these sexualized books out we will embarrass you now we will give you an opportunity to come on here and explain yourself but we are going to shine that light forth and let everyone see what's going on and you better have a good reason for your defense absolutely on keeping those in your library system incidentally let me read article 9 of education in the north carolina state constitution article 9 section 1 religion and i quote religion morality and knowledge shall, uh, being necessary to good government and the happiness of mankind schools libraries and the means of education shall forever be encouraged mm-hmm So that's our Constitution. It shall forever be encouraged. Mm -hmm. And so our job is uh, massive in front of us because uh, this this we found our sweet spot. We've said we found something that the public is seemingly unaware of. And when they find it out, 
they want to act and yeah. this is what we're doing and maybe this is what it takes folks is is this sort of thing that is that is really encroaching in on our children and trying to change our children from the very foundation from through the education system that we all pay for mm-hmm. want to make that clear whether you have children or not grandchildren or not in the school system even if you homeschool your children or you send them to private school we still pay for these public schools they're really more government schools right now than they are public because the public have no say in them but i also want to bring something else out here pastor it is very telling now folks i want you to understand this it is very telling that when we started attacking these books that are be that are designed that are satanically designed to destroy our children and destroy the next generation it should tell you all something when the church of satan members start attacking us and it happened and folks let me tell you something we have stirred up the devil's nest and i'm okay with that i'm good with that when we start attacking the devil we go into where the enemy's camp is and we take back what the devil has stole from us or trying to steal from us you're not going to get our children let me tell you serve the devil notice and serve the devil warning right now get your filthy hands off of our children you will not take our children we will defeat you in the name of jesus christ and you satanic church out there that wants to keep funding these books and keep these books flowing in this sewer pipe flowing into our schools we will defeat you too we are not afraid of you devil we are not afraid of you and we will take you down yeah the bottom line is you brought this battle to us and you started you sent the first uh, arrow and mm-hmm. cannon across the bow, and uh, we're just pointing out your sin. We're pointing pointing out your vulgarity, your pornography, and such. And we're going to keep doing that because uh, right is right, and truth will always overcome falsehood and evil, and uh, light will always overshadow darkness. So mm-hmm. just keep on doing what you're doing, and we're going to keep on exposing you because that's what – it's really fun. <laughs> and uh, if you don't like it, just lump it. <laughs> that's what I say, too. And let me say this, too, that we're, you know, we're not picking on, on the homosexuals either, you know, the, the LGBT. We're not picking on that. Although I will say that it is a sin, and we said it last week too, that you know you can be a lesbian, gay, bi, uh, uh, bisexual, transgender, whatever. You can be that under the Constitution. We have the right, though, to tell you that it is a sin. But I want to make clear that we're not just picking on those books. We're picking on every single book. The book Crank we, that we read last podcast, it was a heterosexual relationship that we find a fault with folks it is doesn't matter what kind of sexual relationship is it does not belong in our schools and does not belong as being something that we the public fund to pour into our children that is not what is appropriate and it is a misuse of government funds and it should be investigated absolutely and no we're not picking on any individual or group but i'll be honest with you homosexuality is where it actually begins that's true it is because god created sexual relations 
between a husband and wife in the confines of marriage. And when that is abused and the limits are pushed and pushed and pushed, then man's depravity has no limit. That's true. So they wanted to say, well, we're born this way, and you have to accept us this way, and you have to normalize it, and you have to just uh, put up with it and accept it, and here we are, and it goes farther and farther and farther. That's why we have more letters being added to L. G-B-T-T-I-Q-R-U-S-B-R-C <laughs> and uh, anything else you feel like today. Mm-hmm. So uh, it, it, the out there, it really has no ending, and I'm going to get laughed at. I'm going to get attacked for that. I don't care. Don't care a bit. It's the bottom line. That's what the Word of God teaches, Romans chapter 1, verses 18 through 32. Once you continue on that road to, of depravity, there is no ending. It leads from homosexuality. It goes to... Uh, bestiality, it goes to pedophilia, and all of that is now wanting, to, and people are desiring it to be normalized. That's true. So, that is very true. That's where we've come. And folks, let me let me just say this: that this is by design. This is absolutely by design, intentional, because there is a movement afoot, and I've already seen it. I've seen it online. There is a movement afoot to add the letter P to that LGBTQIA plus whatever, and that P stands for pedophilia, Mm -hmm. or minor attracted persons, as some college professors like to call it and try to desensitize that, that subject. And let me tell you something, folks. These books being put into the schools, that's the goal, is to make them so comfortable with sex so that when these adults come to these children and they proposition these children, that it will be completely acceptable, that it'll be something that, oh, well, I read about that in school. It's been normalized. It's been okay. Mm -hmm. It comes down to this, that it is a perversion. Homosexuality is a perversion, and it is being foisted upon our public and has been for years, and that we've got to accept it. But this perversion is exactly, Pastor is exactly right, that it all it leads to is destruction. Sin will take you further than you want to go keep you longer than you want to stay and make you pay more than you want to pay and it once you become that desensitized to one area of it it then becomes easier to go to the next and then easier to go to the next until you are you find yourself with a reprobate mind where nothing is wrong to you again yeah and it's completely normalized and when people desensitize it and it's no longer considered a stigma out there, Mm -hmm. then um, people like us who point out the Scripture and point out the wrong in things and where it leads, we're considered as people who hate because we don't accept it. Listen, it's got nothing nothing to do with you as a person. It has everything to do with you and your actions and what you want to teach and what you want to groom. Uh, for instance, I have a book here, and I'm doing more research on this, but I just want to share this with you. Uh, the book is, is Drama, and it is by um, Raina Telgemeier. And it this book is in elementary schools. Mm-hmm. This book is in elementary schools. It's a graphic book. It's by a the graphic way. It's got pictures. comic book. Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. and uh, you say, "Well, what could be harmful about a comic book?" Well, what's harmful about a comic book is that it's in pri- it's in uh, elementary schools and middle schools, and even the reviews on it say that it's for sixteen and up, but yet it's in elementary schools. 
and it's normalizing homosexuality. It has uh, in it a relationship between boy and a girl who share a kiss, and everybody's going to say, well, you're two old fogies like that if you don't think <laughs> now, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about uh, the attraction between one guy and another, and these are elementary school-age kids. Mm-hmm. You're seeking to normalize it. You're grooming. People aren't born trans. They're not born homosexual. Correct. They are groomed, and you're an abuser if you do that. That's right. But here's what I'm pointing out. This book is in Aberdeen Elementary. There's two copies there, Car- Carthage Elementary, uh, Ely's Middle, New Century Middle, Robbins Elementary, Southern Middle, Southern Pines Elementary, Vast Lake View, West Inn Elementary, West Pine Elementary, and West Pine Middle. So uh, that book's all over the county of Moore County. Now, we're just now starting. We're going to get some counties around us. Mm-hmm. To be honest with you, we need a staff of just people doing this all the time. We can't afford that, so you're stuck with us. <laughs> you know, in this book, folks, when you when you see it, and it says it's for 16 and up, but it's written with cartoon characters, folks, listen, that is a blatant attempt to get it into the hands of young children and to attract young children with this. Folks, it is... You know, and 16 and up, but yet it's in elementary schools. Listen, th- there is nothing at all uh, that is, is hidden about this. This is an attempt. And I want to ask the question, who's purchasing these books, knowing this stuff? And if they don't know it, why are they not doing their homework yeah. to investigate whether these books are appropriate for this age group or if they're appropriate at all for children? Why are they not investigating this? And if they are investigating it and they're finding this, why are you purchasing it, whether it be media specialists, whether it be principals, whether it be a district media specialist, whoever it is that is using government money, public money that you have been entrusted with, this public money that you are using taxpayer dollars to purchase filth and garbage and sexualized stuff like this to put in the hands of children, there's something wrong with you. Mm-hmm. And you don't need to be within 100 feet of a school building. You need to be on a list somewhere that, that folks know that you are some sort of pervert. That's exactly what it needs to come down to. Because if you're wanting to give children this kind of stuff, you're nothing but a pervert. And you're using our tax dollars to do it. Absolutely. Someone's buying these books. And I remember in school, I worked in the library a little bit early, way back yonder when we had smoke signals for cell phones. <laughs> and um, I remember the media specialists in the libraries would get a catalog at a certain times of year when the budget came about or whatever. They would get some money allotted and they could order books. So somebody's uh, somebody is ordering yes. these books and they have an agenda behind it, I guess. Yes. But that has to stop. Now, I'm going to put this out there. And you've been an educator. You're a veg- veteran. You're a vegetarian. You're, you're a veteran. <laughs> no, I'm not a vegetarian. No, I'm not either. <laughs> uh, in fact, Bill Gates, get out of my way. Yes. But um, you're, a, you're a veteran educator and uh, got your doctorate. You, you teach on a, on a, uh, a doctoral level now in uh, university. So you know that public school has been vital for our country for years. Mm-hmm. And people would say, well, why don't you just take your kids out 
And I rec- I'll be honest with you, I'm to the point I'm recommending that. I am too. I, I'm past that point. If you're able to take your children out, put them in private school, or put them in homeschool, and you're able to homeschool, you need to do that. Mm-hmm. We're to this point. You need to take control of your children's education. I'm not a pessimist, but I am a realist. Yes. I am uh, – I don't think we're going to be able to pull this ship back. Mm-hmm. Now, why are we doing what we're doing? Because there are children still in the school system that their parents cannot take them out. Mm-hmm. And they deserve a voice. That's right. And they're innocent in all of this. And they're being groomed, be it uh, through violence, uh, on the road to violence. They're being groomed in homosexuality. They're being groomed in transgenderism. And I'll be honest, you go to this website, follow it. uh, Go follow it. Go follow it. And you can go to this website, type in transgender people. Books pop up everywhere, all over the school system. It's grooming. Yes. And it is normalizing garbage and delusion. And you wonder why you have to employ mental illness specialists and psychologists. Mm-hmm. You're completely idiots. Yeah. Now, let me just say, I, I, as, as Pastor pointed out, I am a 20-year veteran of public education. And I used to go to the mat to fight for public schools, and I would say that they were they were not as bad as as people were letting on. Like I was fooling myself for a long time, folks, because I would say over the last five years the gas pedal has been pushed, the accelerant is added, that they are intent on adding this stuff. I can tell you that I know of a gay and lesbian group who particularly purchased books and worked through a school system employee to get those books placed in the classroom, not in the library or in the media center, placed in the classroom so they're more readily accessible. And they're all LGBT-favored books. So, folks, there are these these peripheral organizations who are well-funded, who are intent on getting this stuff into the schools. And then you have LGBT, members of the LGBT community who are working in the schools, who are administrators who want to see this grow and, and fester as well. And so they're pushing it too. Folks, listen, I'm, I'm still an advocate for public education, not public schools. When Thomas Jefferson and Horace Mann, back in the 1800s, they advocated for public education, it was publicly funded or subsidized education for the benefit of the nation. Then it morphed into this great big bureaucratic mess of public schools that do nothing but keep your children marginalized and put down on the totem pole, and they're not learning anything anymore. I mean, you can go out there and you can try to investigate, you know, what, who is Washington, D.C. named after? People don't know this. People don't know who the current vice president is. They don't know any of that stuff. This sort of thing is not being addressed in schools anymore. And so, folks, you need to know even if it means that you don't go out to eat every single night or every week or if you don't if you go on rice and beans for a while at home you need to get your kids out and get them into a godly private school or homeschool them one of the two needs to happen start your own school do something different because what we're doing what we're seeing now is this sort of 
this sort of evil continued to grow, and they're trying to change the nation through the next generation. Mm-hmm. And this sort of thing happens when they learn these sexualized things, like the Lightyear movie, the Buzz Lightyear movie, where these two boys on their kiss. Well, Disney sure is flopping over that one, thank God. Thank you all for not going out there and watching that, that mess on uh, at the movies. But this sort of thing now, Pastor, is leading us to... You know, this sort of, we're going to have sex, we're going to do these sexualized things, and then that's going to lead to increased abortions and things like of that nature as well. Absolutely. And by the way, you hit on Disney. I've been to Disney in the past. It's probably been yep. 20, 22 years ago. Uh, me and my wife, we went before we had children. Uh, at that time, Disney was not uh, supporting or anything that we knew that they were supporting as, at, uh, at that time. But I'll tell you what, you don't have to be on social media for about five seconds that you can see preachers and Christians and everything, mm-hmm. people just still flocking to Disney World. Now, I know this is not about this, but I want to bring this out. If you're a preacher still going to Disney World, you really have no credence. <laughs> I mean, true. you're supporting the garbage you're trying to speak against. That's right. <laughs> Grow backbone and go somewhere. I mean, right. if you have to go out back. And just uh, imagine you're on a water slide. <laughs> Grow backbone. Take a stand. I'm not saying you have to publicly get up and, and browbeat your people. I'm saying be the example and uh, practice what you preach. Well, I, and I heard this analogy the other day, and I thought it was, I read it, and I thought it was a really good analogy, and I'll just reiterate it here is that you know the the concept of well I'm going to go and I'm going to take my children to watch Lightyear for example the Buzz Lightyear movie because you know it's got this it's got this one scene in it the rest of the movie is okay but it's got this one scene in it and you know and it may be 10 15 seconds long whatever it is well here's the thing that I would uh, that I would propose to you is all right let me bake you some cookies all right, great cookies. You know, I love cookies. I'm going to bake you some chocolate chip cookies. But I'm going to take about 1%, just 1% of the recipe, and I'm going to mix in some doggy doo-doo, okay? I'm going to mix doggy doo-doo in instead of chocolate chips. Well, do you want to go and, and, and eat those cookies now? No, you don't, because you might have the chance of encountering some doggy doo-doo. Well, let me tell you something. Disney sure is putting a whole lot of doggy doo-doo, and you all are going to the movies and eating it up like it's the greatest thing since sliced bread. You need to get your get your house in order, pastors. You need to get your house in order, Christians, and stop going and supporting this garbage that Disney has a sewer pipe flooding into the movies. This is test run. This is a test run. Absolutely. If you can get, if they can get away with this and you support it, oh, they're going to keep on giving more. But you need to hit them in the pocketbook where it hurts them the most. Take a stand and don't give back. Don't give in. I don't even want to eat lunch now. But <laughs> Governor DeSantis has taken them to to uh, taking them to uh, the cleaners yes. and uh, charging them all those taxes and everything. So it may be a little bit more expensive to go to Disney World from here going forward because mm-hmm. they're going to be making less mm-hmm. on their movies if Christians do what they're supposed to and stay home and you can watch the Andy Griffith show continue on <laughs> hey listen you may call that boring but I'm simply saying make a statement with your money that's exactly right and let them know that they're that you're not going to cower to them and you're not going to be fed from the pig trough what what matters more your principles or your pocketbook what matters more your principles 
or your your desire to see something or hear something. What matters more, folks? Your children are watching you, parents. Mm-hmm. Your grandchildren are watching you, grandparents. If you speak to them, you tell them one thing, but then your actions show them another thing, you're nothing but a hypocrite. And I'm just going to say it. You are a hypocrite. And your children see it and they notice it. Children pick up on those sorts of things very quickly. And if you say one thing, but then your actions lead you to another, you are uh, you are demonstrating to them that it's perfectly okay to lie. It's perfectly okay to, to have publicly these, these, uh, these principles and these morals. But Privately, you really—they really don't matter. Character's what you do when no one's watching, and yeah. you're teaching your children not to have good character when you demonstrate to them that it's okay to watch these sex scenes on television. It's okay to watch the to hear the f word and the and God's name taken in vain in these movies. It's okay to watch these homosexual actions between cartoon characters on in the movies and on television. That's what you're demonstrating your children, and no. No wonder that we have an influx and an increase in the statistics of children who are confused by their gender. Absolutely. And, you know, one of the books I'm researching as well and I, uh, is uh, 13 Reasons Why. Mm-hmm. And it's dealing with uh, suicidal thoughts, 13 Reasons Why a Girl Wants to Commit Suicide. Yeah. Uh, that came out as a Netflix series several years ago when I was uh, – an associate pastor and leading youth group at a former church, and I did a series on that study on on 13 Reasons Why. And, of course, the very first thing was 13 Reasons Why You Should Never Consider Suicide. It's because you're creating the image and likeness of God. Now, take take a step back. Why does Satan hate children? Hmm. If you'll go back through history, and especially biblical history, you'll see that Satan has had a issue with children. Think about Moloch. Yes. Think about uh, sacrificing children to Moloch. Mm -hmm. All through the scriptures. Uh, You think about Luke uh, chapter 2 where uh, Caesar Augustus was on the on the uh, scene, and he wanted to kill every man child. Mm-hmm. And uh, you think about uh, Pharaoh and how he wanted to kill every man child. Moses was spared. That right. was a typology, a picture of our Herod, of our Lord Herod. Yeah, uh, Herod was exactly the name I was, I was uh, uh, searching for me. I got you. Uh, thank you. We feed <laughs> off each other. But uh, the point is, Satan has always had a problem, and with children. Why? Because they're born in the image and likeness of God. He hates anything to do with God. Yep. But you know, Jesus, when he picked up a little child, put that little child on his lap, and he said, if anybody hurts one of these little ones, it would be better for them if a millstone be hung about their neck Mm -hmm. and cast into the sea. Jesus knows the vulnerability of children. He knew it and he knows it now. He knows that the enemy is out for our children and has been for millennia. And so we should be seeing a whole lot of people in 2022 that have some millstones about their neck being thrown into the ocean. Yeah. I mean, who's being killed in schools? Children. Children. Uh, who is Biden using as a bargaining chip for school lunch and transgenderism in, in, yep. in, in bathrooms? So uh, it, it go, the devil's crowd never cares about anything that God does. 
and anything that God creates, they always want to tear down and, and, and kill, steal, and destroy everything. Yes. Christian, here's the greatest thing, that, and this has been a mild podcast compared to the other one. I guarantee <laughs> you the temperatures are going to come up later. But uh, here's what I'm seeing as a pastor. One of the greatest things as a Christian you have is the Holy Spirit living inside of you. Yes, amen. Well, that Holy Spirit is a person. Yes. And that Holy Spirit leads, guides, and convicts. And it also helps you discern. Here's the thing I'm seeing what Christians do not have discernment true you have got to spend time in the word of god you have got to spend time in prayer to develop discernment because that's when the holy spirit teaches you that's when the holy spirit teaches you the mind of god and then you're going to start developing a biblical worldview you're going to start looking at things how god views them Mm -hmm. until that happens you're going to look at us and say they're just nuts they're just screaming they're just completely complaining or as one Satanist called us that I recently blocked. <laughs> Those guys are whiners. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, these guys are biblicists. That's right. And they have a biblical worldview, and we view it in the eyes of Scripture. That's right. God hates this mess. Yes, and I want to tell you something, folks. We love you. Our listeners out there, the viewers, even if you're not a Christian – We love you, and that's the reason why we tell you the truth. If we hated you, we would lie to you and tell you, you're perfectly all right. Just keep doing what you're doing. Just keep running off the the cliff. We'd say, welcome to CNN. Yeah, that's that's true. Or if if we really hated you, we would say, welcome to MSNBC. Wow. You know, that's, that's if we really hated you. But we don't. Carolina conservatives, we are preachers with a punch. And we will hit you, and we will hit you with the truth. We will hit you with the Word of God. And the Word of God does not feel good a lot of times, folks. But it is. It's amazing how it simultaneously, it concurrently cuts us, and it also heals us all at the same time. It's the Word of God. It's the greatest thing that God could possibly have given us. Jesus Christ came in the flesh, the Word made flesh just for us. And, folks, we want you to join with us. We want you to take us by the hand, and we want you to support us endorse us send these podcasts out to everybody that you know if you want to sponsor us and become a a, a subscriber or become a a uh, an advertiser with carolina conservatives preachers with a punch we want you to join our team right now let's get this word out let's go out and evangelize our communities our state our nation and our world for jesus christ i am dr nathan street and i'm pastor alan mashburn thank you for joining us God bless you. God bless.